Hello, this is Tommy Barco, and welcome to The Essential Podcast. Today, we're discussing the importance of gratitude and goals. Well, let's get started. So this will be our Thanksgiving episode. We'll send you a short message the week of Thanksgiving, but while you're focused on the essentials, we don't want you bogged down in a podcast episode. We're going to talk about gratitude today, which is essentially the nature of Thanksgiving, being thankful, starts with gratitude, right? That's right. So we've got Matt here to talk about it. What's going on, man? Nothing much, Tommy. Excited to discuss this. Excited for Thanksgiving. Got plenty of things to be thankful for, so I'm ready to get started. Yeah, I love this time of year. There is a lot to be thankful for, and we take a lot of that for granted, unfortunately. Well, and you know, it really comes down to the law of familiarity. Are you familiar with that, Tommy? I am, but tell us about it. Yeah, so it basically means as your relationship grows or gets older with a person or person, say, for example, your spouse, you're more likely to take them for granted, not intentionally, of course, but, you know, you're used to the dishes being done or the floor swept or the leaves being mm-hmm. picked up or the rooms painted. So you end up not thanking them for the little everyday things that you know, your spouse might do. And therefore, you're getting familiar with them, so you lose a little gratitude towards them. Yeah, and you know, this happens with things as well. We take, you know, the car starting every time we turn the key or push the button for granted that the first time it doesn't start, you know, we fly off the handle, but that car's been starting for you for, for years, you know? Yeah, or just, you know, indoor plumbing, clean electricity, clean water, all that stuff. So plenty, plenty to be thankful for in the greatest country in the world. Absolutely. So we'll talk a little bit today about a goal setting process that starts with gratitude. I learned this from a mentor of mine. He calls it the W5. And it essentially walks you through five W's, questions to ask yourself. And this would be a great thing to plug into our essential planning approach and go back and check that out if you missed that podcast. Tons of uh, great feedback about this. We'll consider this maybe even an evolution of that. So five W's here. The first W is what? Then we have where, when, why, and who. And we're going to elaborate on these for you. But I'll start with a quote by Seneca. It says, A gem cannot be polished without friction, nor a man perfected without trials. And it might seem odd to talk about gratitude in light of goal setting. But as referenced by the first W, which is the what, what are you grateful for? Uh, in the purpose of setting a goal rooted in achieving something you're trying to accomplish, something you don't have yet. Yep. Yeah. So we can say that we don't want to focus on the past because it can cause some depression. We don't want to focus too much on the future, which can create some anxiety. So we want to find kind of the sweet spot there between the two and begin with where we've come from and what we have to be thankful for. So the first W I've already given it away is what are you grateful for? So keep that emphasis on where you've come from. It keeps it keeps you from overlooking what you've accomplished up to this point in your life. And the proudest achievements are often challenges we've overcome. And the, uh, the quote from Seneca is a great starting point for that, that uh, there's going to be some friction, there's going to be some trials, and to be able to overcome those puts us in a great place to have some great perspective. Well, and if you think about it, Tommy, all the excellent or, or great or epic things that happen in the world around us come from friction. You know, you think about uh, mm-hmm. maybe that great sports play that somebody had that was uh, down to the line 
Uh, you don't you don't pay you don't there's not a lot of growth in a blowout game, but there's a lot of growth in somebody catching the winning touchdown in the last second. Or, you know, I don't know if you're right. a wine guy or you've ever looked at cigars or usually most of the foods that struggle to grow end up being the best tasting. And that's just mm-hmm. how it is. So, and that's because, like Seneca says, it's all about friction. Yeah. Uh, a problem solved is a hero's story rather than a complaint. So the uh, the balance of ambition and content is what we're striving for here. And gratitude just allows you to savor your accomplishments and it can fuel our ambition. So it's a great place to start and why it's the first W here. Uh, appreciate the friction. Embrace it. If you're currently struggling there, you can have some perspective and know that it's going to make you into a a shiny, nice diamond. (laughs) If there's not any friction going on, just be prepared. It's going to happen. So the second W kind of ties into that, Matt, it's where, and it's where do you see yourself in the future? Well, this comes back to the goal setting and almost, uh, as we talked about, as you mentioned at the beginning of this, the essential planning approach that we have, which is not just Mm -hmm. about necessarily finding your personal goals, Um, or, you know, monetary goals, but what other things, how much do you want to give back? How can you give back to the community or how can you maybe mentor someone and help them reach their goals? Because I think that's very fulfilling, number one, for you Mm -hmm. as a teacher, but also for the person that you, you know, obviously, you know, mentored. Yeah, for sure. And when you do this, you really want to create an all-encompassing wish list. And it's easy for people to focus immediately on financial goals, especially when we're having conversations with them. But this is for your whole life, right? For your family. What are your family goals? What are your business goals? What are your financial goals? What are your your life goals? Maybe it is uh, that giving back, some mentoring. Maybe it's some change and mentoring that you need to sit slide under, you know, and who you need to become. And you want to start with this this all-encompassing list. Don't try to narrow it down yet. We're going to get there. But... Uh, our goals are all a piece of the puzzle. And so we want to get them all out of our head, go from vapor to paper, as we say, and set that list out in front of you so you can see it. What's that saying? The difference between a dream and a goal is a plan, Tommy? You got it. I love that one. And all this ties together. That leads us right into the third W, which is when. When do you hope to accomplish these goals? So now that you've got everything listed out, look over this wish list and define the items that have can have some specific timelines. So you want a six month, a one year, a three year, even a five year goal, and then narrow it even further and chunk it down. As they say, identify one or two of these goals that you feel will have the most profound impact on your life. And that would be narrowing to the goals that are the most essential that are going to move the needle the most. Well, we talked about this too. I I hate to keep bringing up old podcasts, (laughs) but in the essential health, you know, I, I figured out for me personally, and this is actually for most people, if you write it down, you're more likely to achieve it. I think there's probably some huge stat out there that's like 70%. But if you write it down, you're more likely to achieve it than if you say, I'm going to do this this year and then never see it again. Don't remember it. Yep, absolutely. And that's uh, even biblical, right? Write the vision, make it plain. That's correct. And all that see it can run with it. So this is not new stuff here. It's uh, time tested. So the fourth W is why, and it is why is this important to you? So this requires you to just drill down, identify the key motivators, the things that will drive you to get past the friction we talked about, to get past the obstacles, the adversity that you're going to face as you strive to achieve these goals. 
So why is this so important to you will we'll help you as you drill down. Well, and one thing that this really brings up too, when you are setting goals, I actually sort of took this from Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. Don't compare mm-hmm. yourself to someone else that's already out there. It's easier for you to sit there and, you know, let's say you're, you know, want to be a basketball star. Easy to compare yourself to LeBron, who's been doing it forever, or whatever football player. You might talk about Alabama football here, Tommy. You might. might. Roll (laughs) time. That's right. (laughs) But easy to compare yourself to someone who's been doing it forever. But really, the reality is you should compare your goals to your prior self. So are you growing? Are you achieving what you need to do? Not, you know, necessarily keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. You know, the um, where this came from, the W5 process, he tells a story about how his son got sucked into this comparison trap. And it, it was really obvious to him when they were playing golf. And so he really became frustrated during this game of golf. He's playing with his dad and it really started sucking his confidence. He, he just fell apart and he really wanted to quit and give up. And so afterwards they had a conversation and he was like, hey, just savor the moment. You know, listen to the birds, feel the breeze, smell the grass, just take a deep breath. And he was trying to get him to focus on appreciating what he had and where he was at that moment, but still aspire for what he wanted to be, which was a better golfer. And, you know, if you compare yourself with Tiger Woods or Phil Mickelson or whatever, you know, like you mentioned, LeBron, basketball, whatever, that they didn't just snap their fingers and get there overnight. So you won't either. I can guarantee you that. Well, let's head to the last one, Tommy. Yep. So the last one is, who do I need to become to achieve this? So this is a heavy question. going to require you to have some soul searching, look inside, unpack some stuff here in your own life and your own mind to turn a dream into a goal. Like we said, you have to have a plan. So the results we'll achieve next year won't change much from last year unless we look at who we are and figure out who we have to become to accomplish those goals. Yeah, this is all about future pacing, Tommy which if you're not familiar with future pacing, it's understand not only where you are today, but where you're actually trying to go over the next 10 years. And a lot of people get caught up in what's happening to me today and not seeing the vision. Because as you know, life is a marathon, not a sprint. And you can't win marathons if all you do is train to sprint, because then you're just going to go from one sprint to the other and you're not going to win the long game. You'll win the short game and it'll be satisfying for a while. But eventually you realize that, oh, maybe I did, you know, should have had longer term goals as opposed to, you know, short term things that you focused on. Mm, that's so good, Matt. And, you know, this W5 process, it really acts as a guidance system, because if you don't have some guardrails in place or some point of destination and some plan to get there, then you'll drift or spin. And next thing you know, you're you're not where you expected to be. And. That's why the essential planning approach is so important. Have this quarterly review. We keep talking about that, but it just fits so well with this. And the last thing I'll say here is that we we don't want to fall for the illusion of skill. And what that is, is a, basically a philosophy that says that through talent and perseverance and brute force, we can accomplish bigger and better things. So, you know, I'll bet on myself every day, kind of joke and say that because I know I can deliver, but skill alone is not going to get you where you need to be. You've got to have a plan. And of course, same with your finances or anything else in life, but you know, don't, don't just leave it to chance or even to your own abilities. Well, and there's a lot of truth in that, Tommy. If you think about lottery winners, 
what's the average? They're out of money in five years. You think about the professional sports players that maybe end up uh, after they're done playing, they don't have any money because they didn't have a plan in place for that. Or you've got uh, guys that just, you know, the fame got to their head and they and they lost it and fell out and didn't have a plan, couldn't execute. So you've got to have a clear path mm-hmm. to be able to negotiate, you know, the waters today and the waters down the road. Yeah, for sure. And there's a lot to talk about and unpack here, but in the essence of time, we're going to keep it essential. You know, I love the season. I love being forced to be thankful. You know, it's really a choice. You have to have the right perspective and start with, you know, what am I grateful for almost every day, whether it's, uh, you know, waking up, journaling, talking about it, thinking about it. You know, it's it's a practice uh, that uh, in our culture is required. So hope everybody enjoys the holiday. Hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Like I said, we'll be back before the Thanksgiving holiday with a short message for you. But until after, hope you have a great one and keep it essential. sticking around after the music here and as always we appreciate you tuning into the essential podcast just have a quick disclosure for you here securities are offered through sa stone wealth management inc member finra and sipc and advisory services are offered through sa stone investment advisors inc